Hey, this is Bez Stone. And this is Freya Dietrich. And welcome to the Infinite Relating Podcast. Hi, everyone. Hey, welcome back. I know, we took a week off last week for Thanksgiving. Yeah, Yeah. it feels good to be back. It feels really good. And terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a couple of days ago, I ran into someone who... Um, just out in the parking lot of our local health food store, and they were like, "I just been binging Infinite Relating, and I'm finally caught up with all of you." You know, as of today, like I listened so in the good. car, and and what they said was, "What I really want, what they really wanted, was to hear some of these voice memos we're always talking yeah, about, which where, are still happening every yeah. day, all day, <laughs> where we just sort of share in a more unedited way about like what's actually going on and what we're struggling with, and like in the moment." And so that got us the idea to be like. Let's uh, do one right here for the podcast. I can already, my heart is already like starting to beat faster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been an intense couple of weeks. There's been a lot going on for both of us, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when we do the podcast, one of us is a hot mess, <laughs> and then we dial in the um, topic to be like, okay, we don't want to get too vulnerable because right. it is, you know, there is like the safety of. Our partners. Yeah, and, and just blowing us out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this the... time we've both been going through stuff, so. And we're slightly less blown out, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. Like, if it was three days ago, you'd have to, like, yeah. me off the floor. <laughs> but today, yeah. Yeah. Do well, you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so my juicy goss is that, um, yeah, for the first time in my relationship with Max, we've been together for... Oh my God, nine months maybe? Wow. I think it's been nine months. And I have to do a quick aside. Last night, we were having this really cute moment, having a lot of cute reconnection, because we did have some disconnection. And uh, we were talking about something. What was it? Something like, uh, you know, in a month or in two months, like some other life event was going to happen or something. I forget, work-related, I forget. And I was like, babe, and then we're going to have been together for a year. Wow. And he just looked at me and he was like, I really want that. Oh. I was like, oh. I was like, I want that too, but like without attachment. And he was like, (laughs) what does that mean without attachment? And I was like, yeah, because that can be, you know, it can be a little bit edgy to to hold that position in infinite relating that's like, well, I want it. I told him, I was like, I want to spend the rest of my life with you if if it happens. But like, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to deny myself to, to gain it, you know, and that feels right. like some of the differences between infinite relating and traditional relating, which is that like there's sacrifice involved. There's, there's failure involved, you know, there's potential failure involved. Because that's that the stuff. only thing that matters anymore is that longevity right. marker right. and everything else falls. But I really appreciate that because for me, for me, especially as we've been developing infinite relating, I appreciate that we can also say that is something I want. Yeah. I don't have to deny that I want that. No. It can still be part of the picture. Fuck yeah. It just doesn't drive everything. Right. Yeah. We don't sacrifice everything else to get it. So back to the juicy gossip. Yes, back, back. Um, yeah. The juicy gossip is that I met someone else at an event yeah. a couple of weeks ago when Max was out of town and we had an agreement to, um, you know, we had various agreements about our sexuality and what we were going to do with other people. And we even had different agreements. I don't know how much, if we even talked about that. We did a little bit. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah. And so I went to an event and had just like a super crazy hot interaction with a new person. And, um, it's been really impactful because it's, I in our nine months together, I have definitely like hooked up with multiple people, um, you know, made out, done more than made out, um, 
yeah, with several, with a lot of different people. <laughs> and that's always felt like very clean for lack of a better way to say it for both of us. It's yeah. just been like, often it's when he's out of town or I'm at an event by myself and we have that agreement and it's kind of fun and flirty and it's like, oh yeah, this is sexy and hot. But then it's like, I'll either never see this person again or they're a friend and we've well established that we're not being lovers. It's just like right. the friends you make out with. I have a few of those, um, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. But this was the first time that I was like, oh, wow, like this person is actually like intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, and it's what has been a ride, like to tell him about it uh, when he got back from his trip and we kind of reconnected about what we had done with other people. And I made this certain face and he was like, did you meet somebody? And I was like, maybe, like, I think maybe, but I don't know. Like, I don't want to put pressure on this new relationship either. Um, but it's been really, yeah, it's been a roller coaster yeah. for, for both of us in terms of integrating this new connection. And um, God, I mean, there's so much I could freaking say about it. But yeah, like I've learned so much. Um, I don't even know where to start because it feels like the last two weeks have been like several months. I feel like one of the things that's really interesting to know is how everything is happening within your agreements, like well within your agreements. Yeah. And, and yet there's still been a surprise at how much Max has been feeling it. Yes. And just like that process, like this, like how we, we keep saying, like, we don't know till we get there. Yeah. Like we do our best. We think this is going to be okay. We think, and then when we get there, we're like, Oh, yep. this is bringing some things up. This right. is more challenging than I thought. And, yep. and it can be really hard and it doesn't mean we blow, blow everything up. Right. It's, Right. And that's a cool, been really, been really cool. I feel like that has been getting proven to me over and over. Like, I think when I first told Max about this person, we're calling them Shay, because uh, that's their middle name. And I got their permission to do that. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Shay? Hi, Shay. <laughs> Welcome, to the, Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> um, when I first told him about them, uh, he was, he was kind of like, okay, okay. Like he wasn't super upset or anything. He was like, cool. All right. This is an energy. And, um, this is, yeah, something that we can work with and kind of started telling him like how hot our interaction was. And Max was like, okay, like, I love that you had that, but I'm not your girlfriend. And like, I don't really want you to like spill the hot, juicy, you know, details on me. I think I prefer to just know that yes, that's happening, but I don't need to know like every detail. Yeah. So we kind of made an agreement. Um, but again, I'm learning that unless the agreements are fucking crystal clear, then they're not clear. So we made an agreement for me to not give him all the juicy details, but to keep him posted if anything new happened or if things progressed. We didn't make any details about what that meant (laughs) for things to progress. So a couple of days later, um, I ran into Shay at an event in the morning and there was uh, an event happening that night. And I was like, hey, do you want to go to this event together? And they were like, yeah. Mm. so we went out that night and I guess yeah I guess it was a date I mean it wasn't a date in terms of like hey I'd like to pursue this relationship with you further would you like to go out to dinner or something it was more like let's go hang out but but you did have a dreams talk the day before oh yeah we did yeah thank you yeah so that that intention yeah we had a dreams talk right and I told Max about that thank you I forgot yeah we had a dreams (laughs) talk which is great episode three I think I think so yeah super 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 valuable you can find the pdf on our website yeah you go through your your compatibility Yeah. yeah so we did have that green lighted told Max about it he was like sounds good um I thought we had an agreement that he didn't really want to know any any details that weren't significant right so I invited Shay out they said yes 
we went out. Um, what's really funny is that Max even texted me an hour or so before we went out and he was like, Hey, I'm, I'm really feeling you. I'm having some like sensations. Are you doing something right now that like Interesting. is high sensation, which to me just means, you know, activating or different than normal or right. Yeah. Scary, fun, sexy, mm. something. And I was like, Nope, I'm just <laughs> sitting in my beanbag by myself. Like, cause I was un- operating under the guise that he didn't want to know unless right. it was significant. And to me, this date did not feel significant. It felt like fun and we'll get to know each other better, but it wasn't like, I wasn't going to go home with them. Yeah. And it was on the trajectory that you already discussed. Yeah. yeah. It just yeah. felt like, yeah, let's hang out. So we went and hung out, had a really great time. It was extremely hot, um, mm-hmm. extremely great <laughs> <laughs> and super sexy and fun. And then when I got home, I, t- I told him about it and he was like, wait, you went out with Shay and didn't tell me? And I was like, yeah, I didn't think you wanted to know, you know? And then we had, so that was like the first rupture yeah. in the, of the many that happened <laughs> the last few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, what I loved about it, even though it was difficult, the next day, you know, he really got to express himself more. I really felt him. Um, I think we both have had the experience that, like, the element of surprise is really hard. So that mm, yes. when something happens that's surprising, it's like, wait, what? Like, you didn't tell me, and I, I didn't prepare my nervous system for that. Yeah. Um, that's difficult. And also that when we don't have clear agreements, or we we made an agreement, but we just don't think it means the same thing. Right. Like how actually common that is. And I think for me as someone who can be relatively, um, I don't know, like justice oriented, mm-hmm. let's say, mm-hmm. then to me, it's like, well, if you made an agreement and you broke it, that's just see, can seem very clear cut to me. Right. But in this instance, as we were talking, it became super clear that like, I had really thought I was keeping the agreement. You know, yeah. I was like, all right, he doesn't want to know anything juicy. He doesn't want to know anything sexy until it's, unless it progresses. And right. then I would tell him unless I, unless I felt sure and was like, okay, now Shay is someone I want you to meet because like, I feel interested in being with them more regularly. At this point, we, ha- we'd only had the dreams talk made yeah, out one time right. before at this event. And then we went on one date, you know? Yeah. So to me, I was like, wasn't ready. To and be Max like... was aware of these things. So yeah. It was Except he wasn't aware of the day. Of the day, yeah. Right. But I mean, he was aware of the, the trajectory mm-hmm. and the interest and yeah. Yeah, that felt like Yeah, him. so it was really, really telling to be like, wow, we made an agreement and we both came away with totally yeah. different <laughs> understandings of it. And it's such an opportunity for like blame and projection mm-hmm. and betrayal. I mean, like th- that could be it. Like it really yeah. could if you were just like, I can't. Yeah. If it, but with the intention of like, okay, we actually like, I, I trust that you love me. I trust that you care about me. I trust yeah. that like we're, we're both doing our best mm-hmm. and let's try to find our back way to our way back yeah. to understanding and clarity. Yeah. And that's what you've been doing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So we took that week to like last week to kind of like reconnect with ourselves and with each other and take I a just, week off from the, the new energy. I want to acknowledge like, because but when we when we share this and we wrap it up, it feels very it feels right. very different than in our messages. <laughs> I and I want to acknowledge there was like there was fear. Yeah, it felt scary. Like yeah. when that you know like oh shit like this is different. There's uh-huh. change happening. Uh-huh. Yes, like that was a big part of that process. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. and it was really. I think some of that was really like, can I open up my heart to another person and have it not impact my relationship with Max? Like, is that even possible? Right. You know, because I think we've talked in the past about how, you know, he and I are both, at least we we have been, you know, maybe things change. Of course they change, but um, been interested in polyamory and like both feel that that's like part of our natural expression. 
I've only ever been in like dumpster fire polyamory before <laughs> where I just was like cheated on everybody unethically. You know, I just was like totally <laughs> like, unethical. Like, this is poly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, you're sad, but that's not my problem because I'm happy and I've got four other boyfriends to like get support from someone else. You know, wow. like I was such a bitch. It was horrible. This was years ago. And then I've been solo poly, which is like me and me alone and I have lovers, but I don't have any primary relationship. And with Max, we both are really clear that like, this is our primary relationship and we want that. And so it's like, what does that mean? And like, that was deep talks last week and thoughts for me is like, what is that? What rights does that give me and him? And what rights does that give my lover? You know, like if I want, because that person is a human also and whoever he connects with, it's like all of these people are humans with their own stories and feelings and um, deserve respect too. So like that started to get very confusing for me. Yeah, especially as you're going into it's like the, the difference of like, oh, I had a fun like a fun hookup or fun playtime with somebody, but yeah, going into something where there are more feelings involved. It's like, yeah, now now we're not just navigating this essential partnership. We're navigating yeah, like wanting to honor everybody who's involved in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is totally. It is uh, yeah, and it's also been trippy for me because Shay is not a guy; they're a non-binary person, and. Um, female bodied and I am not normally that that's like not my normal thing yeah. and so it also has been really awakening a part of me my sexuality where I'm like oh I like this like yeah. this is a part that I want to explore more and it's a part that I don't explore with Max because he's you know a dude and yeah. so that also has been really interesting and br- brought me some fear last week when it seemed like I don't know if this connection with Shay can continue or if it's going to or like what Max needs or what I need or what will feel authentically best for me. And yeah, we talked about it again this morning. Like there's that fear of like, I don't want to break momentum. I don't want to like lose this, the heat I have with this new person. That's like really fun and really hot. But like also I want to care for my, my most important partnership, which is so authentic for me. And just, yeah, like all the, all the things to juggle, um, yeah, so it felt like we got onto more solid ground. And then I did another thing. <laughs> we got onto more solid ground with each other. Things were feeling good. We had a good day together. But I am I am independently going through a very difficult external mm. crisis um, that has nothing to do with relationships. And that's been very consuming and very scary and challenging. So he's been showing up for me majorly. And I've been you know, relatively in the trauma response and feeling nervous for my livelihood and things like that. So there's been a way that I haven't, I haven't been able to be super present with him. Um, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. And I've just been really nervous. So, um, went out with Shay again a couple nights ago, noticed that it was hard for me to be present even with them. Cause I was like, my heart's beating. Like, just when you're in that, yeah, any of those, like, work, housing, like, things that are core, money, yeah. you know, um, especially as a mom, it's just very scary. So I wasn't super present and was, we went to a dance, dance, and I was, like, crying and being held by people yeah. instead of dancing, which was great. And then um, on the way, <laughs> on the, I, I, at one point, pulled Shay aside and was like, do you want to go make out at my house? And they were like, oh, yeah, because <laughs> we'd gone on this date, but we didn't. You know, we weren't being sexual we were like catching up on the week with each other and our other partners and like yeah having dinner and kind of me expressing what else was going on in my life you know right. and I just had this harebrained idea that I was like this is going to be really good for me like yeah. instead of just me living in like a state of fear and being nervous like I'm going to go get some I'm going to go run some sexual energy with like a hot person that I have really hot sexual chemistry with and maybe it'll help me feel better like yeah. maybe, it'll, maybe it's a great yeah. idea yeah. 
feels like a reasonable. <laughs> so Max knew that we were going out to dinner, or he knew that we were going to see each other, Shay and I. Um, and I'd asked him, too, what do you want as aftercare? And he said, you know, send me an emoji, send me a picture of yourself, just a little love. Yeah. So I was like, cool, I knew that part. But we hadn't, you know, I feel clear that I have for myself, like an oral sex boundary with, with new people. So I wouldn't have oral sex or wouldn't have penetrative sex. It would just be everything, everything up before to that. that. Yeah. But I wasn't, but he at one point maybe said something different. So I would call him on the way home and was like, hey, I'm taking Shay home with me. Surprise. Which was, <laughs> like, I didn't learn the first time, obviously. And I just want to make sure that oral sex is is a boundary that feels okay oh for God, you, too. It feels really big. Oh, my God. And he was like, what? And I was like, well, I just want to not fuck up again <laughs> and make sure we're in agreement. And he just had a really hard time, of course, because that was a shocking thing for me to say. <laughs> I've been going through this very hard time myself, and he's been so there for me. And now here I am being like, hey, I'm taking a new person home, like in the middle of this like yeah. crisis. And he he did amazing. Like he did um, kind of say one really sharp sentence at me in anger, which we normally never talk to each other like that. Mm. So it was very obvious. And I was like, oh, you know, but it felt good because I ended up just telling Shay like, hey, I got to change course here because like this is clearly not 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 aligned. Um, right. Because, yeah, I don't want that situation where Mac, where my lovers and partner don't like each other. Like, yeah, I just yeah, I I feel threatened and unsafe. Yeah. Yeah. So Max and I, like, we talked a little bit, but we kind of left it that, like, we were both a little triggered. And I was like, wow, you're really mad at me and really hurt, probably. And I was trying to do the right thing, but I also see that, like, a reckless part of me took over. And, was, like, and yeah, we had, we, like, fought a tiny bit, just a tiny bit. And then we decided to go to bed. And the next morning, we closed it all out. And then I can finish this up. Um, yeah, we got back into reconnection. And now everything's feeling great. But... He told me, he was like, last night after we had that fight and, you know, I just wanted to hear your voice. So I listened to the podcast oh, while I was falling asleep. Really? Yeah. And I was like, which episode? And he said, is it weird that we don't fight? Oh my God. That's <laughs> I, I was like, that's so ironic. Oh my God. I love that. It sounds like you guys did a really incredible job of caring for each other, yeah. even in the fighting. Yeah. 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 I could hear, like, I remember you sharing, I could hear your, your concern and your acknowledgement of, like, oh, that didn't feel good, and, like, your compassion for yeah. where he was coming from, you know? Like, yeah. that, I think that just feels essential. Yeah. And this is when I'm such a huge fan of, like, putting goodwill in the bank, like, yeah. constantly. Like, yeah. constantly putting goodwill in the bank. Love, adoration, affection, authentically. Yes. And then when you have a little rupture like that, like, our bank is so full. It's like, yeah. okay, we spent, we lost a hundred bucks. It's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can remember all of We're those. like millionaires, you know, mm. in love and, and appreciation. Right. Yeah, so I feel like now, like, my current share, I guess, would be that, yeah, I'm in this process of really discovering for myself and, like, wanting to get clear of what... Yeah, what is it? What would it be? What do I need to be able to incorporate another person into my life? And what does he need? And um, yeah, because you, you're does very he clear. even want that? Like, do I really want that? Um, I mean, I feel clear that I do, but yeah, I also yeah, yeah, I do. But also, like, I think that again, this like who? Yeah, I don't know. I feel uncomfortable with the sense that like, as much as I feel very resonant with him being my primary partner, I also have, like, a massive love of freedom, which I know he does, too. And that's right. one of our shared values. 
And it's like, how do I be free, but also be thoughtful, you know? And how do I like let that part of me go that was like, I'm just going to take this person home tonight in the middle of this other crisis I'm going through because like maybe some sex will help me. Right, right. And like that's, that probably would have been true for me. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So how do we like stay connected to those, you know, committed relationships that feed, like my my relationship with him feeds me infinitely. Like I love Mm. it. Like how do I stay connected to that, but also express myself fully. And it feels just like back to the like you, me, us of infinite relating. But I feel like us, I feel like the stool has gotten bigger for me, you know, (laughs) instead of it, when I used to picture it floating through space, it was like a normal size stool with the you leg and the me leg and the us leg. And now it just feels like those are columns, you know, like, they're, they're supporting bigger. structures. Yeah. yeah. Right. They're yeah. supporting something instead of just being a stool to sit on. Right. That feels really, mm-hmm. yeah. Feels yeah. Really and making sure, I think that is, I mean, that's definitely what I've been feeling in my connection too this week is like the freedom and flexibility and autonomy to do all these other things can happen, but it happens. Uh, it's, it's more, like not just like it's beyond safe. It's more enlivening for everybody when we have been really solidly taking care of that us. Mm-hmm. When both people feel like I feel so secure and so abundant in our love and care for each other, um, that the rest of this just feels it just feels like like easy to yeah. add. Like yeah. I'm not taking away because this is just so solid. Like, right. and it is an interesting. It's interesting to navigate because the word security like can bring so many old paradigm ideas, mm-hmm. but this is it's really security from love, goodwill, abundance, and attention, and time and affection. I think yeah. rather than promises and containers and rules and right. you know. So, but it it it, it takes. It takes a lot of intention, I think, in time and, and, and just like check-ins yeah. to make sure. Yeah, are we yeah. are we feeling secure? And the, and it is showing your little bit of lack of security that Max was feeling the last couple of weeks that really wasn't related so much to you guys, but just like all the things in life yeah. going on. Yeah. That's like, okay, we, we just need a little bit more time yeah. to like go through this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and when that feels authentic and when it doesn't and um, yeah, I still don't, I mean, I feel very clear at this point that like he, our relationship does need more TLC because I haven't been very available because I've been, you know, having a lot of panic in my life and a lot of fear and uncertainty in these other areas that are so important. Um, and yeah, it was great. He, he really expressed himself really beautifully the other morning when he was like, I totally want you to have Mm. another lover. Like I, him and Shay started texting and they want to meet up and you know, yeah. And so he's like, I support that. But if one of us starts doing that, like our relationship needs to get extra fed, like it needs to get extra cared for. It needs extra love. It needs like extra reinforcement because that's the, we're the structure. And like, we talked about this all the time. Like he calls me his queen all the time and the queendom. We talked about my queendom at one point. And then I was like, no, babe, it's like our empire, Mm. you know, like I want an empire. And like (laughs) the culture inside of our empire is a certain way. And like, that's how it goes in here. And like other people come in and of course they bring their true self and they could adjust, you know, the empire will change for them and like, or, um, adapt, you know, just like incorporate them. Yeah. It's not like they lose their free will and it's like, you're now part of the Bez and Max empire, you know? (laughs) No, this is an empire I want to be a part of. But yeah, but there is this like, in this, in this, this is like the culture of all, all of our relationships. And I think maybe that's, I haven't thought of this till right now, but that could be a good thing for him and I to do. 
like in the next month as things in this other area of my life start settling, hopefully, mm-hmm. um, to just be like, yeah, what is the culture of our empire, you yeah. know, so that we can know what we're inviting people into and that it's not like me leaving to go be with Shay or anyone else, for example. It's like them coming in. Yeah. And I feel that, that for him true. too. Energetically, yeah. very mm-hmm. much. Yeah, like, if he left the Empire to go, like, have a hookup, mm. I mean, if it was a one-time thing, like, when he was traveling, like, I don't care. But, like, if it's going to be someone... In our orbit. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, bring yeah. them in. And, like, I don't even know what that means yet, but I want to find out. Yeah, you know? I really, that feels really good. Yeah, and there's such a different energy of, like, yeah, a one-time hookup out of town versus, like, we, we are in a small community, mm-hmm. and we really... Yeah, we, we're gonna run into each other. We feel each other. We feel each other's energies a lot. We yeah. want to make sure that we're all we're all feeling cared for in the way yeah. we interact. Yeah, right. Yeah. And also leaving that space for personal freedom and self responsibility. Yeah. You know, not going into caretaking. And yeah, Oof. it's really real. Like now that we're nine months in, it's like, yeah. There's like I think he said it to me the other day. He's like, there's something to lose now. And like in the yeah. beginning, there's not a lot to lose. There's right. a lot of fantasy to lose, but not a lot of reality to lose. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, the stakes the stakes are bigger. Yeah. And it's Yeah, it's just this like dance. This mm-hmm. dance. And and I love like the I don't know, we're gonna try this and we're gonna see and maybe mm-hmm. it's gonna hurt and yeah. well, I, I mean I love I don't know if I love it this <laughs> Yeah, what about you, uh, Freya? Okay, I'm feeling really really scared. Um so Lee and I had been going through something for like weeks and I don't know if I shared about this before, but just like I think Things are kind of shifting. We moved out a new relationship energy. There was big changes mm-hmm. in his life. He was work going back to work. And so there's just been a shift in energy and attention. And we noticed after um, six weeks of just kind of, you know, just like feeling into this adjustment, we definitely noticed that he went into his little bit of avoidant. Mm-hmm. I went into my anxious. And didn't, like it was like, low level, so it yeah. wasn't really obvious, but it was changing the tone. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, I don't even know, I don't, this is like so much has happened this last yeah, week. I don't I remember how we moved through that, but we moved through it and it yeah. felt really good. It was like, there was this awareness and this kind of like recalibration of like, oh, okay. I can see why that happened. And it feels really good to like, kind of get back into like, for me, like get back into my body and my experience yeah. instead of trying to manage. I think, I think that was part of it. It was like, there was something to lose. Right. It felt so good. I'm like, I want to cherish this. This is yes, so worthwhile. I remember that. And let's, and it was like, it's such a fine line of like, I want to cherish this to, I want to cling to it. Yep. And I like tipped over to that. I want to cling to it. And so it was just like recalibrating and catching myself and going, actually what I'm clinging to, like, as soon as I cling to it, I change it and it doesn't mm-hmm. exist anymore. Yeah. And if I let go, if I like, just like, you know, hold on lightly, like Bez is always telling me, like, <laughs> I was feeling scared. I'm like, but what does that mean? But if I do, I hold on lightly and I come back to presence. I'm like, Oh my God, what is here? Even though it's different than what it was a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. it's different than when we were in new relationship energy. What I have is so fucking good. Mm. And this is where I want to be. Yeah. And this is what I want. I want to like be present, to be in this and to enjoy it. And so it felt really good. And we were back in that space. And I, I think I counted, I had 8.9 days. <laughs> of security that felt amazing I felt grounded I felt back Mm. in my experience we were in a really sweet place um and we were having like really great connections together one-on-one and really sweet connections and community and even some like shared flirting with other people that felt like really good and he was like we even did some other like he went to a rope jam without me and flirted and that felt and then told me about it and it felt really exciting and really good and that was that was newer for him to kind of like 
Um, cause I have a history of being poly, but he is not. So I think I was feeling more comfortable dancing with other people right. and flirting with other people. And that felt really safe. And he was still kind of, um, guarded. I think he was feeling that he was going to get in trouble. Um, and so yeah. he, yeah, he went to the rope jam. I went to a concert with a friend. He flirted and that felt really great for us. It felt yeah. great for him to get to explore that part of him. It felt great for us. felt easy. And then, um, and then this weekend, <laughs> <laughs> and we we went we went to the sauce, which is yeah. fucking epic. It was fucking if you epic. haven't gone yet, highly recommend fourth Saturday of the month. Yeah, um, it was really yummy. And I remember like we we've been having a t- discussions about our agreements, but we haven't like really had opportunities that we've been spending a lot of time connecting with other people separate. So we're like, so at the sauce, we're like, shit, we need to like actually refine these agreements. <laughs> I, I know. I was like, wait, it come back. Like, like there was a presenter talking and Freya like leans over to me and was like, what are your access agreements? <laughs> and I was like, the event's been going for like an hour. And you were like, Lee and I are still figuring them out. I, right now. <laughs> I was like, well, I think I know. Like, because the thing is, like, we had basic agreement. Like, we had this agreement talk actually, like a week before. We're like, okay, this is where agreements are, and it was like, I think it was, like, second base. It's like mm-hmm. second base feels really good without a check in. Um, which That's also, like kissing, say, which grinding, also, grabbing boobs. Yeah, yeah. And then we're like, do we do sloppy seconds? Are there mouths on boobs? Like, it was this mm-hmm. whole... And so we had an agreement where, like, that felt really good. And then I was like, okay, great. Well, there's this thing happening. He's like, well, maybe we should close the agreements because we're still kind of tender. Mm-hmm. And so we were in the discussion. And then and then we went to this event. And then, we yeah, we went into that, like, super sexy amoeba where there were just, yeah. like, bodies all over each other and I like there was like one moment I felt like I had like a harem of men with just like bodies yes. all over it was so <laughs> good and then I look over at Lee and I'm like we have to have a talk yeah. <laughs> we need to really clarify and so like I grabbed him and I was like I feel really great with the um boundaries of this container like the container is very sensual mm-hmm. but it's not sexual and so mm-hmm. making out is okay um, lots of touch and exploration is okay, but not direct sexual stimulation. Yeah. So I was like, that feels really safe. And and he's like, actually, he's like, kissing feels really edgy. I was like, I know it. We've we've kissed other people before together. So I was like, I feel like that's okay. And he's like, I don't think we're there. And I'm like, okay, then I'm gonna honor that. That feels good. Um, and so we we went off. We had sexy dances apart and together. And and then he had a like a sweet connection with somebody that was well within our agreements. And. I lost my fucking mind. Yeah, you did. I lost my fucking mind. I got super triggered. <sighs> I knew it was happening. I felt really good. I was like, okay, it's yellow. I'm pushing my edges. This feels good. It's exciting. Exciting. He gets to explore. And then I was a moment I was going to go join and I saw them. And instead of going to join, I just like froze. And instead of going to say, hey, oh, I'm, I'm kind of at my edge. I need support. I just like ran away. Mm-hmm. And um, mm. yeah, it's, it's probably... Um, the most intense physical sensation trigger I've ever experienced in my life. Wow. And it was really humbling and really scary. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like at the end of the night. And so Lee came over and like the first thing I said to him, I was like, you didn't do anything wrong. Well within your agreements, didn't do anything wrong. And I don't want you to caretake me. Yeah. You know, it's like, I want to be able to address what's present without those energies. And he's, He's amazing at it. I mean, mm. he's so good at loving me and holding space without caretaking, without getting defensive. Yeah. Um, and it was really, it, it was just really insightful. I had like three days of just being lost, mm. lost in trauma response. And like even in being able to really acknowledge like, 
like what happened was such a small thing. Yeah. And I've seen him connect with people before. So it w- it was so obvious that this was I I mean, I was in a you know, I talked about I was in a toxic marriage. I think the first five years and the last five years there was a lot he cheated on me a lot in a lot of different ways, a yeah. lot of different stories. Um, including, um, like humiliation cause everybody else knew before I did like, so all of that mm. was coming up and, yeah. and it was really, this has been such a beautiful opportunity for me to feel pain that I've never mm. felt that I, I numbed up and locked out and pushed away. And so it's been a beautiful opportunity to let that through, to do that while I have this incredible human who just holds me and loves me while I cry. Yeah. And like I said, doesn't get defensive and has so much compassion and wants to see me and wants to know yeah. me. And, um, so that has been happening and I'm getting, and now, and I'm getting in touch with these parts that I've maybe kind of locked up. So yeah. I'm feeling really grateful now that I'm not feeling super fucked up. I was, there was, I was lashing out a little bit. There was projection. <laughs> I like, I like sense of message to Lee. It was projecting. And then I shared it with Bez and she's like, you need to stop right now. <laughs> like you, you, it was, it was so great. I was like, babe, I love you. But like now is when you need to exert some self-control. Yeah. And it was like, fuck. Yeah. I just like, she kind of smacked me with it. And yeah. like the most, I was like, thank you. Mm-hmm. I needed that because I was like fucking just spinning yeah. and creating these stories and the stories of who Lee was in my head. It was like 5% Lee and like 95% my ex and every right. story that's ever told me that men are unsafe. Yeah. And so I, I like, I was just so, I, I knew I was out of touch with reality, but I was yeah. just hurting so much and I had no idea how to stop it. Yeah. Um, and so I managed and, and Lee says, he's like, I can tell how hard of a time you're having by how many deleted messages you send me in a day. Oh, and so, yeah, gosh. there were many deleted messages. Yeah. So I'm tight bit and I'm like, fuck, I can't. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then what happened? How did I get out of that? I don't know. Um, well, I think he, after a couple of days of it, um, he came over and I just like looked at him and I was like, oh my God you are not this monster in my head. Like you are this like amazing human that I'm in connection with. And part of my process, um, it's just like the humbleness of like, I still have a lot of trauma work to go through and that's, what's going to, it's going to come up in this deeper partnership that I've had since my marriage. So just honoring that part. And I had this realization that feels it's been I've been feeling it Mm. and it's really hard and scary for me to say, especially, um, on my podcast and especially because I have been like, I being solo poly, like healed so much for me. It's, Mm. it resonated. It was like truth. And I was like, so I was like, I'm so glad I found this because I get to be me. I get to honor my truth. I get to like heal parts of me, explore parts of me, express parts of me that are essential. And so I've been such, I'm like such a fan of polyamory. I think it's, I really feel like everybody should explore it at least as a thought exercise, you know, Mm -hmm. like I, even if you're like, no, I'm a hundred percent monogamous. If you explore it as a thought process, as a thought exercise, it at least helps you like examine why you're monogamous and how you want to be monogamous. Right. So I feel like that is really important. And right now, um, I'm feeling like I actually want to be monogamous, yeah. which feels really scary and edgy know, to say, right? which is really funny. Um, yeah. cause in any other, any other culture that would be right. the norm, but in right. where I've been, it feels really scary and really vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And, and it felt scary to share that 
with Lee, even though he did say after this incident happened, he's like, we need to be monogamous right now. Right. But that was like a repair monogamy. And I was yeah. like, no, I actually think I just want to be monogamous. And you told him. I told what him. What did he say? I think he said, like, I, I sent it in a text message because we right. were, we were like just a couple days apart. And I think he said, that feels fine. Like for now. Or right now. Right. Or for now. Let's have a conversation. Okay. Which feels really good and really scary. Yeah, I bet. Um, and I think what I was wanting to acknowledge, because, like, everything, because, yes, everything's right now. Yeah. Everything is in right now. I don't know what future Freya is going to want and sure. future Lee is going to want. Um, but but for right now, it also feels really important that this feels true, and it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like I'm saying I only want to do monogamy for a week so we can repair. I'm feeling right. like this is my essential truth. Right. Like, I feel like I want monogamy. Right. And I don't want you to feel there's a promise that that will change. Right. Right. And that would be part of the conversation. And it might. I mean, who knows? Like in three months when we, when right. we build our us yes, bank yes, up yes. and we feel really secure, maybe yeah. I will. Yeah. And maybe there's different scenarios. And I even like acknowledge like for, for me, monogamy looks like we can still um, like share sexual and sensual encounters with other people when we're together. Right. That, that, yeah. Yeah. Cause that feels really safe anytime we've engaged in that and like sensual dances right. that feels good, but like intentionally seeking, um, connection with other people right. outside like of our, Yeah. That doesn't yeah. feel like something mm-hmm. I want at all. And it, yeah. and it feels really scary and it actually feels like I haven't really done this right you know since since my partnership like 12 years ago so so for me this is like the new edge totally and it feels it feels like it's really stepping into a place of self-worth to say that that. like i'm enough yeah Mm. to ask that i i be enough in this relationship so yeah yeah, it's so funny how hard it is. I was like, I don't want to tell anyone I want to be monogamous. Oh my God, like, so cute. I know I've, so many people like that. Like I've been like poly queen for years. Yeah. People are like, how are you doing poly? And it doesn't hurt. And I'm like, it's amazing. Let me show right. you how. It's so good. And I even feel like, I don't think I've told James yet. And oh, I'm like, yeah. so nervous to tell him because he has oh. been my like epic, like growth partner. Like we've just been, it's just like, he's been like someone who's been so great to be such great sluts with and like, right. Yeah. And, and yeah. And, and this is my truth right now. And so, and I think it's part of that, like infinite relating, like part of it is change. Right. We don't know who we're going to be. We don't know what we're going to want. And, and just so, so even acknowledging this is a, is a new change that I'm surprised at that I want to honor. Yeah, that's why I love infinite relating more than any other like relationship designation. Yeah. It's like it's is it monogamy? Is it poly? Like is it marriage? Right. Is it it's a friendship? Is it lovership? Is it anything? It's just like it's how to relate with someone and with ourselves in a really authentic way. In the most authentic way that's yeah. right now. And I don't yeah, and I would six months ago I would have been like, No fucking way. Yeah. There's no way I'm gonna wanna ever be monogamous. Right. It's ridiculous. Right. And so I love that I get to honor who I am right now in yeah. three months from now, six months, that might completely change too. But yeah. just like, just... and I could totally see that like your resistance, your healthy resistance to me, to wanting to guarantee going back to Polly. I think that would feel uncomfortable any way you sliced it. Like if right. he was like, okay, we can be monogamous, but it's forever. You might be like, uh, well, I don't, yeah. I can't commit to that. Right. Like, that's totally, that's really weird. Yeah. You know? Like that how is could true. I ever commit to I, that? I like felt that like rush in my body. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, anything forever sounds. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound like, I think the biggest thing is like, I look at like, I mean, I've, my name, my name is completely different. Like I, I've been so many people in my life yeah. 
the person I was at 20, I don't even think I would like hang out with my 21 year old version totally. of myself. Like, and so acknowledging that, yeah, that I, I've been through so many evolutions already. I don't know who I'm going to be. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to put future Freya in any kind of jail. Yeah. Just like, yeah. I felt like I was like, like, I think that was a big part of the marriage too. It was like, fuck, I was, you know, like 13 when I met him. And I was like, I was just like this frozen person mm. who didn't get to actually evolve right. my natural way. And now I'm like, I don't ever want to do that. Yeah, totally. So yeah, it's like holding both. Holding I want to both. honor, we don't know who we're going to be. And I want to be very, very transparent about yeah. what my truth is in this moment. Yeah, and my desires. And, and... my desire, And no promises to change that or promises, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that feels... Because I think that I've seen that too with other with people who, you know, when someone who feels essentially poly or somebody essentially monogamous and they come together. And you, you don't... I just, like, anytime there's, like, a wait. I don't want to wait for you to come right. to the other side. I don't want right. to wait for poly to feel good right. for you or whatever, right. like... I think it's just that staying out of the waiting. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to, we actually, we get the weekend together oh so we God. can have some really deep dives yeah. into what this means and how it feels. Yeah. And, but I, yeah. I want you to, are you willing to talk about caretaking? Cause I know that was like a uh, huge part of it for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this last week. Well, I think, yeah. So one part that I noticed is that because I have been poly and was more comfortable being open and flirting and, and Lee wasn't, um, like, I could, I know through several of our conversations, like, he wanted to explore this part of himself, he wanted to expand, and, um, and I, I was stepping into this caretaking place where I wanted that for him, I, it was, like, very authentic, without caretaking, it was very clean and authentic, I wanted that for him, but then when, when I noticed I stepped, I stepped over the line, and started into the places, like, I want you to have these opportunities so you can feel that, I want to be, the really cool girlfriend right. that like, supports you in this. And I think that was very much what I noticed this at this event is I saw that and I had a very clear need of like connection. And yet I was like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to take away from his experience. Mm-hmm. I was caretaking him in that moment very, very intensely. And I, and I was, and then, yeah, I was curious. I was like, I don't want to go over there and be awkward and be rude or be weird. And and I was like, at first I had the energy if I wanted to join, it was going to be really sweet. But it's like in that moment, if I go over there, it's not going to be to join. It's going to be yeah. like, I need support totally. right now. And then it's going to be like embarrassing and awkward. And um, yeah, and like I said, the big thing was like, I'm like, I don't want to take this experience away from him. Yeah. Which is, which is. Right. Caretaking, caretaking in such a not yeah. healthy way and that and that's afterwards I was like that's where my self-abandonment was because yeah. I was I was all in his experience and right. completely abandoned mine right. and I think that's been part of even what noticing like the clinging that like where that energy shifted in the relationship in the last couple of months is that clinging energy comes from like I'm going to take care of his experience so that I'm safe and I can keep this right and and then I'm not like I it doesn't feel good for either no. of us. And it's scary. It's I mean, I remember talking about this with you at the beginning and even recently. And I was like, the only thing that ever we need to do is go back to ourselves. Yeah. You know, is to actually go. Like, whenever I'm anxious, like, and this, I mean, it's very hard to do. Because, like, I've been freaking anxious for the last two weeks about this external life circumstance that isn't relationship related, but very impactful to my life. And, and yeah, I think what part of what helped me get out of it because it did involve another person was really recognizing places that I was caretaking and having distorted thinking. Yeah. And the distortion is I think my behavior can control someone else's experience. Like I think if I say it right, 
if I do it right, if I act a certain way, that I can make them feel better, happier, safer. Which makes me feel happier, better, safer. Right, because it's like, because the distortion is that this person is dangerous to me in some way or essential to me in some way. Yeah. And that I have to make sure that they feel a certain way, otherwise I failed or I'll be hurt or... The relationship's going to end. The relationship's going to end, yeah. And just, wow, like really seeing that distortion and recognizing like that just like really relinquishing how little control I have and yeah. how fr- how much freedom everybody else has you know right. to like manage themselves or not and um I yeah we were just talking when we were making tea um about something that related to this but now I'm spacing yeah it was the oh, yeah, asking the- for well for me it was like the asking for like part of what's been missing is I've been needing more more like words of affirmation more presence more care yeah. and and instead, of, I haven't wanted to ask for it because I I was afraid that I'd be asking for him to step into obligation. Right. And it's like, how do I ask for what I want and need? It was like, it wasn't like I moved. I'm like, oh, I've healed. It's not that I don't believe I don't, don't deserve these things. I do believe I deserve right. them. But now I'm at this place where I'm like, if I ask for that, then if he, he says yes, he's going to step into obligation. Right. Which I don't want. But right. actually, and that's still, that's another caretaking. because. Right. He can actually decide. Right. Is this something I want to give freely and that feels great? And right. like, oh, that's such a and he's he's shared. He's like, this is so easy for me. Yes. Like yes. it's not. I'm not. And and yes. and it's his choice whether he. And then your comment about right. That's his business. Right. Right. That was obligation. huge. Yeah, that was huge for me with Max at one point because I noticed this was early on. Yeah. I was like noticing like, yeah, like I've also had that same allergy to like, well, I want to <laughs> ask for what I need and want, but how can I be sure that you're not now care now you're not doing it out of obligation and I care about that because I know obligation leads to resentment yeah and that's every other relationship I've been in with a man at least that like it devolves into him resenting me because he's doing things for me he doesn't want to do so I then was like well it's my job to make sure that you don't feel obligated yes which I can't do and so I remember (laughs) at one point with Max early on I was like well are you sure and do you want this and then I stopped myself and I was like you know what if you do it out of obligation like that's not my problem. Yeah, <laughs> like, I love like, that. Like, that's going to be shitty for you, <laughs> and that's also not my problem. You know, like, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to trust that you, you know, because we, we have a healthy relationship. We don't yeah. have a huge power dynamic. It's not like your boss at work, you know, right. or there's certain differentials that, like, people right. are threatening coercion. Like, this isn't what we're talking about. We're talking about, like, two consenting people that are, you know, in a, in a relationship yeah. um, as equals. And, like... Yeah, just really being like, if I know that I've asked in a non-coercive way and I know that I've just made a clear request and it felt really good for me to make it or a little scary, but like it felt real. Yeah. And if he wants to do it out of obligation, like have at it, you know, I think that's not going to be very fun, but like (laughs) I I can't control that because look, like you just did things out of obligation. Uh, Yeah. You just did that. And that's okay. You know, it's like we have this big fear that like, oh my God, if if he acts out of obligation, that's so bad. Right. But it's like, you just did that. And I've done it with, yeah. with uh, Max and like, it happens, yeah. you know, and people yeah. do that and they, and then we, at this point, yeah. And, Cause yeah. that's the thing. Like we, we are in relationships where we're, we're, we're very intentional and we're, we're trying to grow and we're trying to learn. So it's like, so if something, if we like misstep, it's not like the, it's not like the fucking end right. or it's not like that's, we're on that trajectory now we're fucked the whole way through. It's like, no, the whole point of this is we're like, I've done this the, the hard way my entire life. Yeah. Now I'm trying a new way. I'm We're going to stumble. And that yeah. was even like the point, like Lee and I have said with our agreements for all, for many, like too many times over, like, I think this is where the agreement is. Right. I'm not sure. I won't know until I get there. We're probably going to mess up. We're yeah. probably going to get a little bit hurt. Yeah. 
and and I did and yeah I know I feel like Max and I need to have a conversation yeah. <laughs> we still need to have a check-in yeah but, and, and we did and like this is this is what happens and it's like and how we repair I mean god how we repair I, I've never I've never had access to so much love and compassion and solid presence mm. Like, this is where I've really been feeling the polarity of, like, the masculine-feminine pole. Like, I am losing my fucking mind. I am yeah. all over the place. I am unpredictable. I, like, one minute I'm sharing, I have so much love and gratitude for Lee, and the next minute I'm losing my fucking mind and culture. threatening to move to Norway. <laughs> and we even looked up Norwegian we, I looked, <laughs> we did, And housing. And also Norwegian housing, housing yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, checking out the job market soon. Because Ecuador wasn't far enough away right. this time. It was in Norway. And, and so I'm, I'm all over the place and he is, he's just been so solid, so yeah. steady, holding me, loving me, having patience for me. And I'm just like, this is where I feel that, that polarity. And I'm like, oh my God, I get to, I get to go through this hard, scary, painful, really gnarly trigger. Um, and, and I get to do it with somebody who's like ready to do this with yeah. me and like wanting to do this repair work. And it actually feels so fucking good. Yeah. And, it, and and it and it helps it's like when i when i recognize it as the polarity it's freeing me from this notion of i'm too much and i'm broken yeah. and i'm a hot mess i mean yeah. i maybe like say i'm a hot mess but it, more in a way of like that's just part of my process right. as opposed to that makes there's something essentially wrong with yeah, me yeah totally and what i love about lee and how he's been showing up is he hasn't been trying to save you yeah like he has not been trying to fix it he's not been making it his fault as no, far as i know no yeah he hasn't like, yeah that's fucking beautiful yes, cuz i feel like that's when and that's what, I mean, honestly, for me, when I've been in those states of agony, um, there is a huge compulsion as a woman, at least, or at least as me, to be like, make this better. You yeah, know? Like, we absolutely. want our guys to, like, fix it. Yeah. And, like, I love it when they don't. And they're just like, I see you're going through something super hard right now. But, like, that trust and, so, you know, of course, there's support and there's love. Yeah. But, like, not rescuing. No, there know? was no fixing. I mean, like, I was in, like, physical pain. Like, my legs were, like um spasming and contracting and there was there was like nothing he could do mm-hmm. even even like he was holding me and loving me but there was like he, I could feel his love and that felt grounding but there was nothing he could do to save me from my process I just had to like actually go all the way you're through, purging which, like so much old stuff I've never amazing. yeah and it shows me I was just how how fucking numb I was for yeah. all those years like I didn't yeah. feel any of this that yeah. when I was in it and now I'm like oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Goddamn exorcism. Yeah. And so it's now that I'm on the other side, I'm really. Yeah. And it was just, it was so humbling too. I just like, so I'm like, God, like this thing that happened, it was such a small thing. Like I really wanted to like s- commit to the notion of like he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't even do anything crazy. It was just like yeah. such a, such a sweet connection. But I, yeah, it just, it, it, because of my heart, I'm, I've been disarming myself so much with him. Mm-hmm. This is the most vulnerable my heart has been yeah. maybe in, in my life, mm-hmm. um, you know, since I was young and started walling off. So, so the way things affect me, it, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, very humbling. And it's, yeah, it's my stuff. It's beautiful. And I think that's part of what's making it safe for He's had, he shared. That's part of what's making it safe for him to hold me and stand so solid and support me is that I'm not making him wrong. I'm right. not projecting it all over. I'm not like lashing out and yelling right. at him. Like I'm, I'm owning it. Yeah. 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 It's been, it's, 
it's a lot <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, it's a lot. And I know, I know that if I'm going to be in relationship, this is just going to be part of my process yeah. until it's not anymore. Right. Until I move through it. So, yeah. and I think we've even had that discussion. I was right. like, babe, like, just so you know, <laughs> yeah. this is, this is what it's going to be like to be in relationship with me for a while. Yeah. Like, I just want to make sure yeah. you're, you're consenting to the roller coaster. Right. And so far, so good. I love it. Oh my God. I have so much sensation in my body right now. <laughs> That was a lot. Thank you guys for for joining the ride with us. Yeah, it feels good to be a little more unedited. I do think at one point it would be fun to like you and I don't talk to each other for two days, which would be very hard for us. It would be before the podcast, and then we get we see each other, and then we just start the phone, start the recording, and just like we're having our conversations. Yeah, Yeah. that would that would be really good. I'm glad we didn't do that two days ago. Yeah, me too. It was a little too much. Yeah, 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 and I this is like we're at the end. I just want to acknowledge like one of the things that's really helped me and and is parts work yeah. is just like acknowledging like the parts that, like Freya was not in the building yeah. this week. She was not. It was like very much younger versions of myself, right. and I feel like that acknowledging the, there's all these parts of me has has just allowed so much compassion for myself yeah. in the process. Yeah, and, and yeah. I love it too. Yeah, parts work or internal family systems is an awesome. Yeah, a lot of therapists use it. It's yeah. an amazing tool. I do it with myself too. And it's it's cool because there's yeah, there's different types of parts and there's kind of the inner child parts like you're talking yeah. about. They're called the exiles. They're like the super vulnerable parts that we like shut away. And then there's manager parts that are mostly how we engage with the world, which is like you know, they're just trying to keep us safe. They're trying to keep our emotions in check or they're trying to get us the attention we need or they're trying to make us smarter than everyone or super mm. than everyone, whatever they think will work right. to get us what we need. And then there's the firefighter parts, which is what you are going through, which is the ones that are like out now. You know, it's <laughs> like when an exiled part, that really vulnerable, younger, you know, thing that got put away probably when we were like five years old or whatever. Yeah that has, like, it's so unguarded and so raw and real and, and like, mm. fundamentally unprotected. Yeah. When one of those is, is either out or about to come out, the firefighters come in and they're like, no. Like, yeah. fuck no. And they just <laughs> shut it down. And I remember when I got that, I think it was, I feel like at the beginning of the podcast, we were talking more about me getting triggered because I was getting pretty triggered back then and how one of my signs that I'm getting triggered is the urge to self-harm. And self-harm is a firefighter move because it's just like, get me out, you know, yeah. like binge drinking, yeah. uh, even like drug addiction is all firefighter stuff. Suicide is that like was the it. I wanted, I wanted alcohol. I wanted cigarettes. I was like, I have, yeah. you know, I haven't smoked in like 20 years, but yeah. Right. Moving to Norway. Moving to Norway. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's yeah. some real Yeah. And just to have that, re- that reverence for like, wow, there's like so much, yeah, so many parts of me, you know, my different aspects are so afraid right now. And, um. I would have loved to have done that last week too, but I I just couldn't even get my, I'm proud that you got your head around that at all. Cause when I'm super in it, I'm just like, I know I have parts, but like <laughs> someone is like numbing my brain right oh, now. Like one part God. has taken over right? Is, and it's just like, we're not feeling anything. We can't oh. think we are just like living in a state of survival panic. And yeah. yeah, it's really, it's really humbling when those like deeper, it is deeper, like survival things come out. You know, whether it's in relationship or, you know, livelihood or whatever. Because we're so, we're so resourced now. We have so many great tools. I feel like we've grown so much. Yeah. So yeah. it's very humbling when those other parts like come back and just like hijack control. Yeah. Like, Holy shit. I, I still yeah. have this in here. I still yeah. have this work to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, All everyone. Right. Thanks for <laughs> Come hang out with us at on the Facebook group. Yeah, and share your deepest, darkest, most right. vulnerable stuff with us, too. <laughs> Don't leave us here hanging. Yeah. <laughs> the next sauce is December 30th. I think I'm putting the event out today or tomorrow. Yes. Santa Cruz. Greatest party. That's what I heard last time. People it was were like, so yummy. It was so good. People were like, so this happens good. every month. And I was yeah. like, yes. I luckily didn't get triggered to the very end, so I had an right. epic I night. Had a good time for most of it. <laughs> it was such a good night. Yeah. All right. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the show. Hang out with us more at infinite relating love and stay infinite.